There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It was phenomenal. And the way we came as well, I was in this particular position, like I was in doggy, but my, I was, you know, when you're sat up in doggy, like he's behind you, but you're both sat up. Oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So his legs were in the outer, mine were in the inside. I was using my vibrator and he was going from behind. And it was just like his hands were on my tits, nipples, like nipples get me going. And when I say whew, fireworks, yeah. We love I could have I could have yeah. cried. Yeah. I could have cried. I said that was one of the <laughs> best nuts I've ever had. Honestly. You're listening to Laid Bear. Charlotte? I'm masturbating. I told you I'd be doing that all day today. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 70 of Laid Bear, your favorite sex positive podcast. You're joined with me, your host, Oloni. Me, Baby SJ. <laughs> and we have a very special guest with us in the Wi Fi building. Hey, hey. She <laughs> is our special guest, and she's an award winning sex educator. Rakaya. Hey, boo. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Now, you're an award-winning sex educator. Yeah. Now. And that was recent. It was recent. That's just <laughs> happened, like, maybe this week now. How are you feeling? Um, I'm very happy about it. It's nice to be recognised for my work and stuff. And, um, yeah, I've just been buzzing all week, basically. Oh, that's we amazing. We love to see it. Exactly. Thank you. And what category was it? Because this is the Sexual Health Awards, for those who don't know. What category was it? Was it Influencer? Yeah, it was the Micro Influencer Award. So basically, anyone who has, like, under 10K followers, yeah. they consider it to be Micro Influencer. So it was just all about people whose work is kind of, like, destigmatizing sexual health and just opening up conversations, being yeah. more inclusive and stuff. So I love yeah. it. I love it. And you do just that. I was actually on the judging panel as soon as I saw your name. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. All the mar- <laughs> I'm not going to say one mark second, but they were, they were good. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, thank yeah. You. So, no, no, of course. It's all good. But um, I don't know if you know this, but the way we usually start off the show is by asking um, when you got laid last. <laughs> So we um, gonna do last that. Week Thursday. Last week, Thursday. Yeah, you're really living life. You're really living life. Enjoy. I'm not gonna lie, I have to say it was one of the best sexual experiences I've ever had. Like ah, tell us more, tell us more. Yeah, because like I've I've always been like interested in like femdom, you know, like kind of like dominating like guys. Yeah. So we kind of introduced a bit of that. It was my first time like um doing it, but we introduce like you know a bit of extra tools in the bedroom and stuff Ooh. and it was just nice kind of like switching the roles and it's like oh you know you're my slave and you do Ooh, whatever nice. i tell you okay so. he was black right yeah he was because okay. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if, like a white guy is telling you you're my slave i'd be like sis <laughs> no but it was me telling him that okay it was you telling him okay then yeah that's but cool, i that's couldn't cool. ever do that because i know that there's a lot of people who are into like race play nah, yeah nah, i couldn't nah, do that nah, but I've, we've had dilemmas about that and i'm just like bro 
what what do you want me to Mixed say with all that bullshit <laughs> exactly but no um oh, and you said that you you know you swapped like roles so do you enjoy being a dom or do you enjoy being a sub but what do you enjoy the most I think yeah I've always thought I, I've always considered myself to be like more submissive but recently I've been like mm, I like the idea of like dominating the guy and like I don't know him just kind of being uh yeah, your pleasure yeah solely like he he has to be dedicated to my pleasure and that's like that's mm. it because there's a lot of guys who get off of that get off mm. on that so yeah have you yeah. ever pegged a guy before no, but I really want to. I I've really only, want like... to as well. I do too. I don't know if yeah. it's a fantasy as well, though, because I'm just like, if I peg him, this is me just being honest and maybe something <laughs> I need to, like, deal with. I'm just like, will I still respect him? Will I not? <laughs> no, you know what? I, I would, you know. I've, I I used to think that as well. Like, ooh, would I, like, still have... Will I still view him the same way? But, yeah, I think I would because... um they have like the prostrate there like they're actually quite G-spot. lucky yeah they yeah. got the, they got the, their own g-spot there so i think like it's nice for them to explore and because it's a woman doing it to them as well like that's the thing like people think that um the act is yeah it, they think it's it has gay. anything it to do with means, sexuality yeah, exactly, but it doesn't yeah. exactly and miss bad sj i want to know the last time I told you guys, but girl, girl you were on holiday. Stuff. You were on holiday with all those <laughs> photos <laughs> and, and nothing, <laughs> nothing, absolutely nothing. Not even a little girl on girl action. Nothing. But uh, I'm about to be heading out again tomorrow. So you know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> if only we could go to the future, so we'd know what future says. Right. Would- SJ would be happening. Um, <laughs> but no, for me, mine was yesterday morning. I'm not going to lie. It was amazing. I know. It was good. It was like he came around, like he spent the night. So it was, so what's today? Today is like Friday. So he was around Wednesday night. We fucked Wednesday night and Thursday morning. But the Wednesday night, no, nah, it was lit. I can't even lie. Do you know what I did? I actually recorded myself orgasming. Like, so when I say recorded, I mean like voice notes. So I put like, I've always wanted to hear what I sound like when yeah. I'm not in the moment anymore. So I put my phone on the side and I recorded and it took me like eight minutes to come. Like when we were fucking, I was just like, and I had this awesome. squill. This is what happens when you live by yourself now. Like the next level with you. I'm telling you, it was it was re- it was phenomenal, and the way we came as well. I was in this particular position, like I was in doggy, but my I was you know when you're sat up in doggy, like he's behind you, but you're both sat up. Oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So his legs were out, and mine were in the inside. I was using my vibrator, and he was going from behind. And it was just like his hands were on my tits, nipples like nipples get me going. And when I say, "Whew, fireworks!" Yeah, we love. I could have, I could have cried. I could have cried. I said that was one of the best nuts I've ever had. Honestly, (laughs) one of the best. If you are listening to this, well done. Ten out of (laughs) ten. I even let him fuck me in the morning before he left. I was just like, you know what? I haven't forgotten what you did last night. You can, you can, you can go again. Go on. And we use the condom as well. Can oh. I say good? That's what I'm saying. Then did Boy, he? Did you even have to ask him? No, I did. I told him condom, and he was just like, you know, when you try and kiss a girl to like try and persuade. Her? I said boundaries, and then he put it on. <laughs> I was like boundaries. Oh, 
Because I feel like you need to start like being very because you're like a guy can kiss you and you're like, okay, go on then. But yeah, yeah you're just like, oh yeah, it feels good without it anyway. But like I was just like, no, boundaries, put on the condom, because I ain't finna get no morning after pill and I'm not on contraception. Yeah. I do need to sort it out. I feel like it's hard to sort out like well, it isn't hard. If you want to do it, you can do it. But because of, you know, the climate and clinics and, you know, hospitals and stuff, people are I'm very... Not, I'm not trying to leave the house to that sort of stuff. I'm not trying to right. leave the house to go to a Same. hospital. Yeah, but you, sh- but you sh- out of the country but... sounds good, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you should. If you're listening and you're not on contraception and you do want to go on contraception, either stick to condoms or find a way. Make it possible or put your boundaries there. Make it very clear, like, you know, I'm not going to fuck you without condom. I'm also quite afraid of contraception. Like, I have used... Girl. ...past. What was it like? It made me depressed. Like, it really messed up with my moods. This is what I'm saying. And I've heard some horror stories from the, um... The, what you call it, the IUD as well. I think it just varies from person to person, but I just have a bit of anxiety about contraception. So... You know, I've, I've, I've definitely heard a couple horror stories, but then... Um, like even for example, one of my friends, when she, the first pill she went on made her put on like five dress sizes. Yeah. She changed, and then the second one made her. Yes, and the third one she finally tried. She was like, "Yeah, this is it. This is perfect." Oh wow! Yeah, I think it is a bit of trial and error, isn't it? It is because our bodies are different. So, like, I always encourage people to share their stories so they know that, like, yo, what is working great for me was actually a horror story for someone else. Just so we understand, because people are just usually like, "Oh, well, my friend tried this," and da 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 da. You and your friend do not have the same DNA genes. Nothing at all. You're completely different. So, but with me, I just do not like hormonal contraception. That's why I stick to condoms. And um, yeah. do you know what I mean? I, I, the last time I ever did try con- like a hormonal contraception was probably when I was in my late teens. And I just, I, it wasn't for me. I just knew I didn't like it. Even when I take the emergency contraception, I get angry because I'm just like, this is going to fuck up with my period. And then I'm going to get cramps and then it's going to knock me off. Do you know what I mean? So it, the, yeah. it, a lot goes into it. So um, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. I, I stuck to the first pill they ever put me on and I've been on that since I was 19 and nothing's ever happened oh wow see you're good does it fuck up with your mood swings at all not in the slightest see you're good this is what I mean so this is why <laughs> yeah. it does take time like you do have to take your time Definitely. and try out a couple of things and that's what I'm hoping to do but it just can't be hormonal whatsoever but yeah. guys I want to ask a question so I was with my manager <laughs> and um my girl the other day and we were talking like about just like having a fuck buddy and the longevity of the period like she my manager was saying that there should be an agreement between um shout out to Vanessa she was saying that there should be an agreement between like a guy and a girl for how long you guys should have your sexual relations for because her thing was after a while it just gets very you know lines get blurred situationship yada 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 and I said I hear it but I just feel that men are liars I mean, humans humans are liars in general. Like, we're all liars, yes. But I feel like men are the biggest liars because they will still... I mean, it's not like they're going to present it to you as, yeah, I just want to fuck you. If they want to sleep with a girl they find highly attractive or, you know, for whatever reason that they want to sleep with her... They're not coming their best behavior. They exactly what you want to hear, hear, right? They put their best self forward. So how do you navigate that? Do you think, like, that should be a good idea... Is it a bad idea? Hmm. I think it is a good idea because I do think that if you are on a casual, like, 
kind of like relationship thing then after some time it can get complicated but it depends if you're seeing other people as well that's what I prefer to do if I'm if I'm just out here just dating casually yeah the seeing one person can I think that's what can cause you to maybe develop feelings because your focus is always just on that one person whereas if maybe you're seeing like three people on a regular basis at least your attention is you know it's always it's always changing so yeah and to be honest it's kind of happened to me before as well actually where we were going on for like over a year and I didn't realize that I had a bit of feelings until they told me that they wanted to be exclusive with someone else oh my god I could actually break something on your head pardon yes (laughs) oh my god I was so annoyed because the sex was so good as well like it was really annoying I actually think I'm heartless because my longest like fuck buddy has been going on for at least three years now (laughs) and I don't plan on letting him go anytime soon because that's some great dick so what do you mean (laughs) what if he like gets married tomorrow or if he you know has a baby so what you're saying you'd still sleep with him (laughs) I mean I try my hardest not to (laughs) 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 I definitely try really hard not to but let's be honest if i got into a relationship i'd stop if he gets into a relationship it's on him to stop i'm sorry that's it i don't care i mean well you're keeping it real you're keeping it real i'm not i'm not not gonna pretend i've never ever slept with a guy who was in a relationship but i didn't know anyway (laughs) i i didn't know yeah (laughs) yeah i did as well i can't lie (laughs) did you know though did you know yeah i knew i knew (laughs) it's you and your penis it's between you your penis and your girlfriend if you step out that's you honestly i've got no loyalties to your girl i've got none and the thing is i think the thing is as well is i need to deep that it's the same thing for me like when i'm in a relationship with my guy the girl that he might possibly sleep with god forbid because i'll kill him Mm. but the girl that he might possibly sleep with has no loyalties to me only he does yeah i mean that is true, but I can't lie. If I make it very obvious that me and him are together and I hear that you've been creeping with my man, you can both get it. Oh, I don't fine. care. Yeah, oh, yeah, and if it's someone that you know, I think the only time that the person deserves loyalty is when it's someone like you know, like maybe it's like but a... what does no mean? Because I've got acquaintances that I'm just like, mm. you know, this is the thing as well, because I remember there was, I, I did this um, Zoom with my, with a collective I've got called Hills Off. And they were just like, you know, what is the girl code? And, you know, the girl code, we all know what the girl code is. You know, you, know, you don't sleep with your friends, da 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 X or whatever. But I've always said it depends on who the girl is. Because if you're an acquaintance, you can't now come and tell me, oh, don't go for my man or da 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 or... hmm. But then again, I still think an acquaintance, if someone's an acquaintance, is it is it bad if you go there? Even if they're together? I don't know. There's just a bunch of questions. All I know There's is... a bunch of grey area and in yes. grey area yeah. things that, you know whatever but you know in great like, areas cool. orgasms are formed so that's what i'm saying <laughs> nah. you want me to stop mine up because you chose to get into a relationship that's very silly yeah i mean i mean it's down to them consent is sexy as i always say so it's always down to you if you don't want me to go there just say then then we can put you know the brakes on things but if i'm feeling it you're feeling it i don't see why not but yeah. i would personally try i feel like the older i get the more i'm just like no, behave, behave, behave. Okay, wait, scenario. Yeah. If the guy you've been fucking for like forever 
gets into a relationship. He's about to get married, but on his stag night or stag do, whatever you call it, he's like, I want to just have one last time. Would you do it? <laughs> do you know yeah, what? Like Am I going like... to the wedding? Am I going to the wedding? Yeah. Oh. Do you know what? Is the girl <laughs> my friend? Exciting, is the girl my it? friend? Is the girl my friend? Is she my friend? Well, I guess she would have become your friend eventually because if they've been dating long enough to get married, like you guys have obviously, you know. Do you know what? I make it a mission to never ever get too close to my boys, like girlfriends or anything. Oh, yeah, I, I was because I'm not that I want to do anything, but I'm just like, yo, I don't I'm want, you, I don't want you to use anyway. me. I don't want you to use me and think that oh, just because you two are together, like I owe you some kind of loyalty. I don't owe you anything. You're here by chance mm. and luck. That is it. Exactly true. So I don't true. owe you anything like that. But do you know what? Me just going around in circles with this question. If it was someone I was fucking for ages and I'm not really cool with her, do you know? I'm gonna say no. I wouldn't. Wow. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't. You're a better person than I me. I wouldn't. But do you know what I would do? I would make sure my girls are then. We'd probably just have a little giggle, like something to laugh at. Like you know, like imagine this guy was trying to get money because last night and he's about to say his vows. Like that would be enough. Like comedy for me but I wouldn't I wouldn't because I'm just like no man I don't want to go to hell this man's about to get married so I wouldn't the marriage hasn't started yet the fuck he's still technically single okay (laughs) I love how we're coming up with all these scenarios but we have time (laughs) for more scenarios to come up because we are doing dilemmas guys make sure make sure make sure you're using the hashtag laid bear podcast Make sure you're using it. What would you do in any of these scenarios that we've all been talking about and coming up with? Do you know what? I saw a tweet the other day that said, why do you guys go to sleep so easily? And then someone, and then a guy quote tweeted it saying, <laughs> that's because we don't go to bed coming up with mad scenarios in our heads. Like, <laughs> faking. and here we I are for the last time. What'd you I say? I was like, no, it's because you guys spent a whole 24 hours lying. Lying, right? Exactly. And here we are coming up with scenarios. Here we are coming up with scenarios, proving them right. (laughs) But um, I do also want to talk about um, sexual health week. And before we get to sexual health week, actually, long distance relationships and spicing up your sex life. Because, of course, I feel like we might be going into another lockdown soon. But it's important that we do talk about, like, how to spice up your sex life. I did a video on this for Love Honey. I spoke about amazing toys that you can use. um, You know, ones that are, like, wireless. Um, and have apps as well so app controlled toys that are really great you should check it out on my instagram i just uploaded a video but sj i feel like you've been in a long distance relationship i feel like you are in a long yes so how do you navigate that for you like what is what do you do um we spend almost like no we don't go a day without facetiming Mm -hmm. like not one single day without facetiming we talk every day when it comes to like sex life I feel like we anticipate a lot, especially because recently we haven't seen each other in a while. So, like, we'll talk about little things on the phone or, like, I'll let him watch me play with myself or like, whatever, whatever, until it eventually we get to see each other, which hopefully will be next week. Oh, that's, no, that's really hot. When it comes to this, when it comes to the sex size, um, Raquel, what would you say is the best way to um, keep things hot and spicy as well? I would say definitely um, FaceTime each other like orgasm mm-hmm. and stuff like that like playing with yourself send like pictures frequently send videos frequently as well maybe when you guys meet actually create your own 
content so you can look back on it when <gasps> you're not with each other. Yes. Yeah. And only and do it with people that you trust, please. Only exactly. people you trust. Yeah. And try not to show your face in the video if you can. Just to yeah. be on the safe side. Oh, <laughs> See, I'm a risk taker. I'll show my video. I'm going to show my face. I don't care. Oh, is it? <laughs> I love that. Actually, do you know what? Actually, speaking about that, I had a dream the other night that my nudes got leaked and I threw a party to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the most like... I don't even know, like, Paris Hilton thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's true, but you know what? When I think about, like, videos getting leaked and stuff, it's not even the fact that people will see me doing whatever. It's just that I hope I'm doing a good job in that video. Do you know what I mean? I don't want... Yeah. I don't Because I've seen some people that they... That their um, videos that they probably... Don't want out they, there. That they don't want out there. Maybe they were a bit lazy that day and then... <laughs> They still yeah, I, was, I saw a video of Black China giving heads, and I was just yeah. like, "Sis, sis, what is this, baby girl? You don't even look like you want to be here, sis." Exactly. Enthusiasm, <laughs> enthusiasm, please. I think enthusiasm is very important in case your nudes do get leaked. So make sure whenever you're fucking, you're giving a hundred and ten percent. Exactly. If you're recording it, at least. especially if you're recording as well. That's when you have to go ham, honestly. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. Those are amazing tips. So we've got FaceTime, we've got exchanging videos or creating videos together. There was this one card game that I was um that I did get from Love Honey. It was like these deck of cards. And it basically had like, would you rather? So for example, like would you rather watch someone getting fucked or watch someone get um what would you rather watch someone else getting fucked or have them watch you getting fucked? What would you guys prefer? I'd rather him watch me get fucked. Oh Do you know God. what? I'm gonna yeah. get the cards out. Do you know what? Fuck it. Let me get the cards out. Let me get the let me get the quads out. We should Quads. we should actually do some. I'm gonna do some. So these are Love Honey O. They're called Kinky Confessions, right? Ooh. So I think these are actually fun. So you could actually do this with you could actually yeah, do this with your partner. This would be a great way to spice up your sex life of a long distance situation. Yeah, right glass of wine. So I'm gonna do this with you guys. All right, are you guys ready? Okay, yeah. have sex outside, but somewhere private or somewhere indoors where there are lots of people around you. Private hmm. outside. Yeah, private outside. Really? Yeah. I think. Do you know? I'm a risk taker. I want someone to like the thought of someone being able to catch me turns me on like i don't know it just helps me reach my orgasm a lot faster i don't know what that's about yeah <laughs> a lot of people that's... have that have that kink where they like to be like watched and stuff or like the risk of like being seen so guys use the hashtag if you're listening and play this with us i'm gonna read out two more okay watch your partner touching themselves or have them watch you have them watch me have them watch me I would rather watch like the guy I'm having sex with. His dick is so huge. Like I just, I was looking at it the other day. I was just like, "Your dick always been this big." <laughs> like I was just like, "Has your dick actually?" Like no, tell me, tell me. <laughs> Done something down there? Have you? Did your dick grow like five inches or something? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I was just like, "Your dick is huge." Had a Brazilian dick lift. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have sex with the lights on or off. On, on like, for sure. watch me. I like it on, but I like it you when know the it's best, very sensual. TV sex, TV light sex is the yes, best. or laptop sex because I don't have a TV yeah. in my room right now. So <laughs> yeah, with like something in the background, like you know, when Netflix is just like, are you still watching? Does Netflix even do that anymore? You know that horrible dun dun dun. Are you still there? I have no idea. I have no idea either. Actually, yeah, that used to give but me actually, n- nightmares. It's a thing where I actually I used to just pause 
Netflix, put my music on, and then we get going because I know I'm not watching this anymore. Like, I just want you to fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) So, right, let's go into Sexual Health Week. Sexual Health Week, um, which runs what's been running since, I believe, from Sunday till, I'm guessing, I think today might be the last day or it could be Saturday. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Sexual Health Week. What does I don't I don't want to say what does sexual health week mean to everyone, but like why do you guys think that this week is important? Because when I was growing up, there was no such thing as sexual health week. It was don't have sex. Don't literally, have sex. literally. If you want to watch sex, it has to be on MTV base after 10, where you would <laughs> see Pharrell scream. Was it no one? Was it Pharrell? Actually, it was Pharrell. It was his, Pharrell, yeah. It was Pharrell with his videos that weren't always uncut. So yeah, um, I I do love how progressive we're becoming. I mean, SJ, your thoughts on... Have you seen anything cool about Sexual Health Week or has it just been another week for you? <laughs> it's actually just been another week for me, but I think that's because I haven't been in the country. Yes, So yes. I haven't read it on my phone. But just the fact that I know it's Sexual Health Week and that's that there's actually a week for it and that there's actually, like, awareness about health and when it comes to your sexuality is... A, I don't know, I think it's lit because... We didn't have, well, I didn't have that growing up. I had my parents, thankfully, who taught me about things, but not like the internet to go and be like, oh, hey, look after yourself this way and protect yourself that way. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, sure. And what about you? Um, I think, yeah, I, I'm, I love it because uh, like with like the new RSC edu- um, curriculum that they're doing, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's really important because I didn't get any of that. Like the maximum that I got at school was mm-hmm. my PSHE teacher putting a tampon in a glass of water. Yeah. Just showing us how it can soak it up expands. liquids. Yeah. And that was that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. No, yeah. absolutely. I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's great to see because it creates a conversation. Creating conversations means that we are all being educated. Even if we don't know we're being educated, it's still a conversation that's going on and they're conversations that don't need to be whispered anymore. They're conversations that we can all have in a mature way. And the thing about sex is, conversations about sex don't always need to lead to arousal. People always feel like, just because you're having conversations about sex, it means that you're one horny motherfucker. Like, that's not the case. And even if I am, and so what? Right. Conversations about sex can purely just be about educating and, you know, getting rid of myths and debunking them. So I think it's so, like, important to make sure that we are amplifying voices of sex educators like ourselves and, you know, people who just enjoy talking about sexuality in general, even if it's not something that they, you know, that they actually do, you know, just people who enjoy, who are sex positive in general. Um, but yeah, I love talking about sex education because I'm always finding out something new and I'm sure other people are as well. People are, because when I read my timeline, I'm just like, okay, this is false. This is false. This is false. So much false information on Twitter. Oh my God. Right. I know it can be a killer. And I was even having a conversation with um, one of my, um, sex ed friends. She's, um, her name's Reed. She's from Come Curious. And someone asked me a question about the rush. So um, I told her, well, I posted that, you know, don't worry, thrush is not an STI and um, it's a yeast infection. And then this was also information I got from my sister because she's a doctor. So Reed messaged me and she was just like, girl, you know, like thrush is an STI. 
I was like, are you sure? Like, I don't think so. No, we it's having, not an STI. It's not, not an STI. It's what? not. It's not. But we were having this conversation. Like, and she was just like, you know, she felt she didn't want to be a dick. She was just like, I don't want to be a dick, but it's actually an STI because two nurses told me. I was just like, are you sure? Because I I use the NHS website to like back everything I say. If it's not, mm. if it's not on the NHS website, then it unless it's, you know, unless the NHS is wrong, um, I just go by what is there. Um, my sister said it's not an STI. NHS said it's not an STI, but yeah, the you fact, see, yeah. Go on, you go see, on. that's the thing because, like, today I literally because um, one doctor must have posted something on. I've posted it on my stories, but one doctor must have posted something that I just thought was so incorrect about like vaginal discharge, and I must have commented on it. Mm. And then somebody was like, "Well, he's a doctor, so so." And I was like. <laughs> Just because he's a doctor doesn't mean that he's always going to be correct. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So the two nurses that told her that. Like... <laughs> yeah, I know. But the, the reason why I'm even bringing that up is because I didn't. The fact that she was able to just be like, you know what, I don't want to be like, like I'm too in a year business or I'm being a dick or trying to like correct you. But da da da. And I was happy that she did that because at least though, even though she was wrong, we could I could correct her so she doesn't continue putting out that misinformation out there. And her argument was that because it can be passed through men, and even though it is asymptomatic, like men can give women like thrush and men can get thrush as well, but it's asymptomatic and it can be done through sexual penetration. So it is an STI. I was like, I hear that, but I'm sure... You can get it from literally anything. You can. You really can. You really can. You can literally get it from not cleaning your freaking dildo properly. Or or cleaning your toilet seat properly. There 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 are many ways. But these are the reasons why we need to have conversations around sex. But And I was happy, again, that she actually came to me because we had that conversation and we were able to realise, you know, what was what. But yes, um, shout out to Sexual Health Week because this is is what it does, you know. Um, But yes, Rakea, I was on the phone to you and I remember when you told me that you're actually, you know, Muslim because your name is Muslim as well. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so sick because I grew up in a Christian home. I'm guessing you grew up in a Muslim home. Yeah. I want to know just a bit about your story um, when it came to, I mean, I don't know if your parents know you talk about sexuality, but just give us a, you know, a little roundup of your story when it comes to your faith and um, sex. Yeah, I don't, I, my mum knows, my mum knows, like, the other day, because she asked me to, like, um, cause I told her about the awards and stuff, she was like, oh, so you're really, a se- you really are a sex educator, I was like, uh, yeah, she, <laughs> she was just like, oh, she was just really surprised, like, but she knows that I talk about, like, sexual health and stuff, but she doesn't really, she doesn't follow me on Instagram or anything like that, so she's fine with it, my dad literally has no clue, because <laughs> I, I don't even know, like, what I would say to him, because the thing is, well, like when I was younger, I had no, there was no talk about sex. There was no talk about relationships. Don't have a boyfriend, don't have sex, that's it. And then all of a sudden, as soon as I, as soon as I hit a certain age, now every single time I talk to my dad on the phone, it's, where's your, where's your boyfriend? Where's your boyfriend? Where's your boyfriend? Like there's no in between. My dad was asking me what my bride price was the other, well, yesterday oh, actually. My gosh. I was just like, bride price? I'm sorry. <laughs> But just as a joke, I said, what is my bride price? He said, don't worry, when you bring your husband, I'll let him know. I said, okay. Anyway, carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on. But like, yeah, there's like no in-between. It's like straight from don't have a boyfriend to now, where is, where's, where's your boyfriend? Mm. So um, it was, I feel like growing up, like sex was just all about like abstinence. Because mm-hmm. I remember even one time I went to the, 
uh, doctors and they asked me if I was sexually active because it was something to do with my periods. And then I couldn't even say it because my mum was there. And I was like 22 at the time. Mm. And then when he asked me that question, I hesitated. She looked at me like, what? So you're having sex? Like it was like a, it was like a, it was like a big deal. And I couldn't even say it. And um, I don't know. I just feel like that's how it's always been. Like I just haven't been able to talk to them about it because I have, it, the conversation has just never happened. So yeah. And I think it is to do with religion. I think that's why a lot of, um, a lot of Africans, especially in our households, like sex just isn't being spoken about because a lot of our parents are influenced by religious beliefs. Yeah, definitely. And um, and I, I don't know. I just think it's. I think it's so problematic. It is. Oh, lie. definitely. Um, and would you? Did you like go out practicing your um faith as well? Or was yeah, that, I was, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. Um, I practiced like Islam until I was like twelve, thirteen, and then I went to the church with like. Uh, my auntie and my mum and then that's when I converted to Christianity and then I was a Christian until I was like 18, 19 mm-hmm. and then ever since then I've just, I'm not religious at all, I yeah. just think yeah, it's not for me. Oh no, absolutely I, I, I completely hear where you're coming from do you know what, I some I saw someone say that like in <clears throat> churches they need to discuss like sexual health especially because let's be real like in marriages People stay getting cheated on and there's no education when it comes to sex. I feel like, you know, there's no discussion around pleasure, the beauty of sex and, you know, sex not just being for men and not it and it not being something that's done to women, but something that exactly. women are a part of. Exactly. Uh, and never... that we just do it for for uh, for for men's pleasure as exactly. well. Exactly. Like... And I just think to myself, there has to be somewhere in these scriptures where someone's torn out these these pages. Because <laughs> where they at <laughs> Why is it not, why are our orgasms not discussed? Like, God created sex and it is very beautiful. It's magical. But, um, mm. yeah, I always find it interesting when I talk to other people who come from, like, you know, who who did have a religious upbringing. I spoke to um, this amazing woman called Village Auntie. I did a live with her a couple months ago. She's a Muslim practicing um, Islam and, you know, she, like, wears a hijab and everything. And she has a lot of followers who... I mean, her her narrative or her story is more like having amazing sex in marriages and being open and educating women about their pleasure. And I love that she does that because it's something that I find so rare, especially as a Muslim. It's I don't know. Extremely rare. It is yeah, extremely very, rare. very rare. Especially as a black Muslim. To me, I'm just like, wow, this is mad cool. And we need more voices like that. They need to be, um, they need to just, they, yeah, they need to be out there more. Uh, yeah. But yeah, guys, if you're still listening, use the hashtag Laid Bear Podcast. Okay, so we need to talk about this. This is SJ's bag. SJ, get in your bag. Get in your bag. Oh, get God. in your bag. Get oh, in your bag. <laughs> get in your bag. I'm right here. <laughs> so Cardi and Offset, this whole, you know. <laughs> Goofy. I'm really disappointed in how. Well, I'm not disappointed. Why am I disappointed? It's a fucking internet. Should should we really be disappointed? You know, I mean, yes and no because you kind of get as as much as people say, "Oh my god, the celebrities you don't know them," but you do get invested in their in their relationship when they put it out and in the world like that. Mm-hmm. You do feel like, oh, do you know what? Yeah, Kylie took it back the first time. I hope he doesn't, you know, hurt her again. This, that, and the third, whatever, whatever. But let me tell you something. What I don't understand, people have been coming for me all day <laughs> about this. 
I don't understand how somebody who looks like Offset <laughs> oh <my God>. can <laughs> cheat. <laughs> I don't get cheating it. doesn't discriminate. Oh my god! Like you think? Listen, you get men who are who are homeless and have a place to stay with their girlfriend. They will still cheat. Exactly. Don't matter. You give a it man an inch, no they will still take a mile. It don't matter. It don't matter. I'm like, have you seen? Like, have you looked in the mirror and have you looked at your life? Men are only as loyal, just be grateful, or no? as faithful as yeah. their options. To be honest, yeah. that is that is it for me. But for those who are living under a rock and do not know what's going on, so this is the pop culture bit they have well yeah cardi has recently filed for divorce and i feel like i don't know if this is the second time there were rumors the first time no she definitely must have i think she was she did she, she was did the second time she filed for divorce yeah because um i definitely remember in her lyrics she was spitting like we gonna get a divorce like you know yeah. but then she went back to him as a lot of women do there's nothing wrong with that if you want to fix you know your home do that what i do not like is the way social media came for her and they started exactly using you know her vagina and saying yeah like you know having a wop which is a wet ass pussy doesn't yeah. really keep a man or you know that wet ass pussy lost you your ring or whatever yeah that, that yeah go that's on, go on. exactly what like really annoyed me about what i saw on the internet is that people are like oh let me you know when she says let me tell you how i got this ring i don't cook i don't clean, clean yeah people just really start using that against that they were like, waiting waiting waiting, for it. waiting and i want to know if you guys made money from that tweet did you make any money from right. those tweets you probably didn't like do you know what i mean exactly. but what i hate is that every time a woman is ready to leave she gets shamed like it does my head in she was the one who filed for the, the divorce. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. And I love seeing that because I feel like I grew up in a time where I saw a lot of aunties and uncles around me who were getting dogged. Like, the women were getting dogged in their relationship. When I say dogged, I mean, they were getting cheated left, right. So even if it wasn't being cheated, they were going through emotional manipulation. Their men in general just weren't shit. Like, they went up to par with the women. Like, women bring so much to relationships. And this is another thing I hate hearing. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply as well like oh women don't bring anything da, 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 da. like even when Cardi was saying she don't cook and she don't clean like people did look a bit look at her a bit mad but she doesn't need to cook and clean she brings so much else she brings so much right. other value she's to the relationship she, of course she's the breadwinner so <laughs> and again like, going back to what I saw growing up there were so w- many women who were the breadwinners who were um you know who were the ones who were cooking and cleaning they brought so much shit they were smarter had more money whatever 
but they were still staying in their relationship or their marriages just for the sake of saying I have a husband I have someone who's a father to my kids they weren't leaving but now we are seeing that women like Cardi are saying fuck this shit I'm not happy I'm leaving so why are they still being insulted guys talk to me I what I need to know is why men don't just mind the business that pays them? <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, it's misogyny. That's what it is. It's misogyny. Because it makes no sense. How can you be the, the main breadwinner, but you still... If the It was the lyrics, the same one you mentioned a minute ago. It was the same lyrics for me that's like, oh, I don't cook, I don't clean. And someone was like, oh, maybe she should cook and clean. Or maybe he should just be a little stay-at-home husband and take his little two pennies from Migos and, you know, spend his little money here and there. I don't get it. I don't get it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I do think that um, he should... He could have been the stay-at-home husband. I don't know why he didn't want to do it. Like, that's a lot of... It's like the dream of a lot of bummy men anyway. Like, they just want to stay at home and do anything. We're giving you the opportunity and you're still acting up. But But you know what? At the start, he was kind of like the most... He was doing, I think he was doing better than her when they first started. But then, yeah, now, like, yeah, she's she kind of like, she risen up. yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw Cardi like a year and a half ago at Wireless, I think it was, and she was headlining. Migos were wow. more or less a supporting act. She was right. headlining. Oh, wow. People were there for, like, I mean, I'm sure people were there for Migos, of course, but Cardi was headlining. You know, mm. she is the Beyonce of, um, you know, that's the well, rap world. Yeah. The, the, I don't want to say the Beyonce because only Beyonce is the Beyonce, but you know what I mean. Like I'm she's sure. above, she's above them in in that sense. So she's definitely bigger than Migos. Um, but you know, I just want to say, women, please stop pitting yourselves against other women and make because men are just happy. It's patriarchy winning. You know, joining in on these jokes, you're just proving what we are trying to um, cut out. You know, women should be able to leave their um, unhappy homes without having to see other women snigger and laugh at them. Having a man does not devalue you. Um, I mean, yeah, or add value to you, rather. Like, having a man doesn't do that at all. So um, please let's practice a bit more self-respect and self-love. And what also, what I also do want to mention as well was the fact that, so this goes back into, like, sexual health in a way. So her WAP basically so we're asked pussy and the misconception because there are so many people who actually think that um vaginas stay wet 24 7 so i was yes. discussing on twitter the other day for example that you know there's nothing wrong with using lube because i mean i don't know about you guys but i like to use lube during sex when i had sex last oh i smeared that shit all over like i was <laughs> my little creme brulee you know of course creme brulee of course wiped it on my pissoir and i was just like how it tastes yeah anyway um for real though <laughs> for real like a lot of people do not understand that lube is actually supposed to be a part of sex and there's nothing wrong if you do smear someone if you do if you don't use it that's completely fine but if you do use it you know it's, it's also completely fine it's also yeah. completely fine i mean do you guys use a, of, a lot you know what i don't even really um i don't i don't actually well i did use it last thursday but that was on um the person rather than Yourself. it being used on me yeah mm. but the thing is i I still own lube because it does come in handy. If because the thing is, you're not even gonna even if you do have a wop, like sometimes you are gonna dry out um, yeah. during sex because 
the condoms as well, depending on what condoms you're using as well, because I find that certain condoms do like kind of dry me out as well. So it's just there's nothing wrong with it. I don't know why there's such a stigma on on lube. And like even, everyone even without the condom, lube. sometimes you just if you're going for so long, my like I'm gonna dry up. Like we're yeah, we've been exactly. for like forty five minutes now. Okay, let's. Let's get some lube involved. Yeah, exactly. I don't want friction burn down there. Right, and not your fucking spit as well. And it makes it harder. I don't know what it is for guys that guys don't understand, but it does not feel good when it's just when it's just dry and like dry situation down there. Uh -uh. And like you said, SJ, you could be going for minutes. Like, don't get me wrong. The first time we fuck, the first run, I might be wet as you know the river Thames or whatever. (laughs) But you know, after a while. It just, yeah, it it's just gonna dry up naturally. Like, I wasn't made to be lubricated 24 freaking seven. Like, come yeah. on now, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I just, it also helps with condoms as well. So, if they're if your vagina is dry, it just creates that friction between your vagina and the condom. Nobody wants that. But again, I remember when I was asking women, um, <laughs> last year what um lube they use. And I had women who were doing pick me. I never ever thought I could see pick me over loop before. Oh my <laughs> so this was before WAP was even a song. They were just like, I don't need it. I don't need no lube. Why would you need lube don't when your pussies God. turn up? I'm just like, Gosh, are, you, it, are you insane? That pisses me off so much, you know, like, and they think, and they're obviously they're doing it because, you know, they, they're trying they to sell themselves to guys. To men. They're trying to sell exactly. themselves. As if lube is a bad fit. Oh my god, it really annoys me it's, so you know much. Do you know what's funny though? Because I remember when um we like when I first started having sex and my yeah. friends were trying to tell me about sex and stuff, and then this girl was like, "Oh yeah, no, 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 I don't ever need to use lube." And my my friend was like, "Why?" She goes, "You know what? Don't force it." Because when I first started having sex and I tried to not use lube, when I had to pee after it burnt like a bitch because I was burnt down there from like the friction. Mm, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I can't even imagine. Like, oh my god, that would actually make me. Squeal like yeah. what? See what women are putting themselves through because of dick, and dick exactly. don't and dick don't even slap like that because my clit right. likes to play more. So um, exactly, so and they won't even... say anything. No, That's they won't the say anything. Experience pain, and they won't say anything because like... of man. Exactly because of man. Men do not slap like that. Cardi left offset because he don't slap like that. Exactly. <laughs> He don't slap like that. It's okay. Like honestly, we need no, to be. We need to be honest. Go for it. Go for it. How do you make a guy last longer? How do you make him last longer? Oh, edge him. Edge, edge yes, edge, edge. Oh my god, the guy okay, was thinking he was doing that. You know what? I tried that. I tried that last, yes. and I was even like, I even went to the point of telling him, "Don't you dare come yet." You and, push him off. You push uh, him off. I tried that too. He ended up coming whilst he was coming out of me. Oh, <laughs> man. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And it got to the point where I remember the last one time before last week we had sex and he was like doing it or whatever, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But he came and I could feel that he came because his dick started getting soft inside him, but he kept going. When I tell you that shit started to burn because I'm like, ow, you're just pushing salty semen like in and around me. <laughs> like, can you actually stop? Oh, <laughs> no. Do I need to give him like fucking Viagra? Like, what the fuck? Do you know what? <laughs> what I will say is, I might call this show Salty Semen. However, <laughs> that is a conversation you should definitely take up with him. 
And I would say, um, just like tell him you want to suck it off instead. Like, so if you want no, him to I stop, I want to. you don't want yeah. to, girl. I, I don't know. I don't know. You're just gonna have to. You're just gonna have to edge him. I think edging does work. It okay, does work. It does. it does. And not about when he. Not when he's literally about to come. You've got an edge in between, like you know. Mm. And he he also needs to practice on his own, like edging. Yeah. Like just masturbating and just like. Oh my you know, God, whenever he so feels this himself is what I come. said to him, but he yeah. doesn't do it. He needs to start masturbating. Why does he not masturbate? Does he not right. masturbate? Does he not masturbate? He doesn't masturbate. He's like, no, I know. I feel like I don't know. I'm do like, I know who this person is? Why he's not lasting? As do well I know who this person is? No, you don't. Okay, well, you need to tell him to 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 masturbate more anyway. How can you not masturbate? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, you have a whole. Thing there to be played with and you're not playing with it some guys yeah. are like that i mean i stopped masturbating for a while because i just wanted to pay attention to porn i mean i didn't want to pay attention to porn rather so i wanted to use my imagination so i cut out porn but why i don't understand why people don't masturbate it's like my favorite pastime like honestly when i'm bored right. masturbate when i'm tired mm. masturbate when i wake up masturbate when i got and anxiety, it helps you to learn your body more it does like it's it's so beautiful but yeah man just even going back to Lou quickly I just want to put this out there for anyone who's listening guys like do not do yourself by not getting lube I have a drawer full of different forms of lube like different types I've got water-based silicone silk all of it all of it um flavors different types of lube for different moments but you need to also remember that the reason why you might want to incorporate it is because you want it to you know just in general feel better the vagina needs lube um it could be due to medication as well which is not a bad thing sometimes when we're on a form of medication we dry up it could be due to trauma um Mm. and your body again could just be tired of sexual rounds and your body sometimes it's just for pleasure you just want it to taste different yeah yeah cram brulee yeah Yeah. you just want it to be like extra wet and sticky like you know what i mean like yeah definitely and you need to we all just need to remember that Vaginas are not human paddling pools. They are not <laughs> wet 24-7. The body does not work <laughs> like that. It's not. Do not let the glamorization of what thinking that if your vagina is not wet 24-7 during the period or during the period of you having sex with your sexual partner, that there is something wrong with you. Whoop is just a song. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like Whoop is just that song that's just basically to me celebrating just sexuality for women and saying, mm. yeah, like, you know. I know I'm I'm great in bed. It's not necessarily talking about having a pussy that gives you waves. It, it right. no vagina does that. It's not. It's not. It's impossible. Okay, mm. it's impossible. Your vagina is not a paddling pool. Dilemmas, 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 dilemmas. Guys, if you want to send us a dilemma, do so. Um, simplyoloni.com forward slash ask or email it to laidsbearpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice note. We gave you guys voice notes last week from Amber and um, Crep. So it's your turn to give us um, voice notes. Send us a dilemma. We love hearing your voices, especially when you're going through something. It's always interesting as well to hear who listens to our show, especially when we're trying to like decipher where your accent's from. But um, yes, we have a dilemma now. I'm going to put a trigger warning here because it is to do with sexual assault. So if you don't want to listen to this dilemma, completely understandable please do skip like five minutes ahead so you can join us into the less triggering dilemmas. But I just want to put that trigger warning there to um, not upset anyone who might be listening in. 
Um, okay, so this item was actually sent to me. I was asking questions about long distance relationships. And if you follow me on Twitter, I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen it in my story. But I was asking um, questions about long distance relationships. And um, this person said, you know what, it's not a question about long distance, but my partner, um, you know, is always doing sex talk and it turns me off because of what type of sex talk he does. And I was just like, I'm curious, like, what type of sex talk are they doing? And then she DM'd me. Then she says, so basically a while ago, I opened up to him about being sexually abused and molested by my stepdad when I was younger. During sex, while he was in me, he said, I can't believe what your stepdad did to you. It makes me mad. But he jerked himself off at the thought of it. He also says things like, who's daddy's little girl? And I absolutely get dry over it because I just like, no, 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 sis. And then she says a non. Like, yeah, so... Yeah, she needs to absolutely break up with him. Absolutely break the fuck away from him. He Uh, is disgusting. Yeah. That is unacceptable. Like, there's no boundaries as well. You can't just somebody's trauma for sex talk. You actually can't do that at all. But sorry, no, go ahead, girls. Carry on. Like, uh, I mean, I already gave her advice personally, but yeah. um... She needs to run away from him. She needs to, I think, honestly, people need to not take this as an insult, by the way, but seek counseling, as in, Mm. like, this is a crazy thing for someone to be bringing up to pleasure themselves. Like, this is a trauma for you. So mm. definitely go and see if you can get some counselling about it and just get as far away from him as possible. I don't even think you need to give him an uh, excuse as to why you're leaving. Just leave. Like, yeah. That's Honestly, no, it's completely true. At the time when I received it, I was very shocked. I was just like, see, this is a thing with when it comes to, like, kink play and and fetishes you need to have a conversation about it you can't just start springing things up and the fact that he used her trauma like Uh, imagine if he didn't know and he was saying it'd be like okay he didn't know but you should still have a conversation about kink it's the fact that he knows right he's being so yeah confided in him him yeah and Mm. he's being so insensitive about it no that's not like yeah like if he did want to use that even i think that's very weird that you'd want to use somebody's trauma um, as some sort of like dirty sex talk but that's something that should have been spoken about outside of Of sex exactly yeah my thing is even if I wouldn't even want you to even bring it up as a conversation to talk about for me it's just like you know you're aware so why would you do that right Mm -hmm. Like, mm. tell me this person is not a paedophile. Like, I'm sorry. Of course but I really... they are. Because what part of any normal person's brain would think, hmm, you were assaulted. Let me... Who's had his little... No! That is not normal. Yeah. And, you know, she expressed yeah. that she wanted to hit him. And I was just thinking to myself, like... I would have. You... I wouldn't blame you. And you need to have a conversation with him and tell him that can't run. The closest you know, yeah. get to me, whether it was a radiator, a mirror, whatever, I would have hit him. So, yeah. they're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I mean, we want to know what your thoughts are. Have you ever been in something similar? You might not want to use the hashtag Laidbear Podcast to um, to say so, so that's completely fine. You're more than welcome to pop me a DM. Um, There was someone else who actually went something similar. Um, I'll read out hers as well. Again, this is still might be triggering for some people, so if you've landed on this bit of the show, please continue to skip forward so um, it doesn't upset you um but yeah uh we had another girl who said she was referring to this dilemma she goes this is not okay and then she says i was molested from eight to ten years old and i very rarely tell any of my partners because of the simple fact that they'll prey on it 
my cousin's husband raped me at the age of 15. And when he done it, the storyline, he did the storyline from Tony and Whitney. Does anyone remember that storyline, Tony and Whitney? Yeah. Oh, when she said that, I was just like, Tony and Whitney. Then it hit me and I said, oh my God. And then um, he would say, we can just be like them. Um, to think men get off to shit like this is absolutely sickening and foul. Just makes me think they're predators. Um, and then she just asked to be anonymous. So it's weird how a lot of people are actually. Do you know what I mean? That I would love That's to get a psychologist. Yeah, I would. I would love to get a, a like a sexual psychologist on the show. I think that's what I'm gonna do, and we can like yeah. touch on this more. But from just you know just looking in and not having any real education, all I can really just say is these people are mad. I don't think there's anything else I can say apart from that. And if you are in this position, please. Don't Run. stay in it. Run. Yeah, please leave. Because that person doesn't care about you or your wellness. They're there just for their pleasure and just to get off by your trauma. That's someone who's sick, you know. And, yeah, that's gross. And think very carefully, I would say. You know, they are I'm predators not... and pedophiles in the making. Yeah, I like, would say think very carefully about creating a family with these people as well. If this is something that, you know, might trigger you or something that does feel relatable as well. Um that's my advice. Uh, all right, we're going to move on to another dilemma. So if you're back, if you've like skipped a bit forward and you've joined us, these will not be triggering. Well, they might be triggering if like, you know, if you can just relate, but it, there's no like actual trauma involved any longer. Um, so we've got, hey, Oloni, recently got into a relationship with a new guy. We have been sleeping together a couple of times and it's been great. However, my problem is how to deal with any... Um, how to deal with my African parents constantly nagging about being disrespected, about coming home late or the next day, every two to three weeks. Bear in mind, I always let them know in advance. Let's not forget, I'm also 24 years old too. So, yeah. Uh, Let's try and I can't out. lie, you can't escape that. Yeah. You're going to, like, if they don't, if you're still in your 20s and they're still saying you have to be back home at a certain time, then you just have to move out because yep. it happened to one of my close friends that even at 20, in her early 20s as well, like she was like 23 or something, they were saying that how her curfew's midnight. She had no choice but to move, move out. And it's really, and it's really, really difficult as well. Like it's not easy, like going out there and renting a room or renting your own place. It's not. And she really struggled at the start. But if you really want, your freedom maybe that's something that you have to plan towards and save towards because even if you move in with a friend for example like your friend and you find a nice apartment somewhere if it's possible if it's feasible then it just it takes the cost down a little bit um but obviously yeah. you get more freedom with it because honestly i'm not being funny it's going to get to the point where you're not going to even know how to be properly independent because you're still living as i feel like almost in a childlike manner because you still have to kind of obey your parents and do this and do that and i'm not saying disobey your parents when you move out but do you know what i mean like it's just the curfew thing is just kind of crazy yeah exactly you shouldn't be having a curfew at 24 like yeah. that's, that's mad i think any curfew after like 18 is just wild like yeah i don't know this might just be me but i feel like because i only grew up with just my mum, i was able to move a bit more mad when i say move mad i mean like i didn't have like I didn't have to deal with the discipline of two parents like I only have to deal with one and yeah. my mum was more lenient but you know one voice yelling at you does not feel the same as two voices yelling at you yeah definitely. so yeah. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that especially growing up in a Nigerian 
yeah. to say that my mum wasn't strict. She was strict, but I could still, you know, get away with shit. Like, however, yeah, that's I, the same thing with you as well. Did you go through that too? Yeah, like especially when I was when I turned eighteen, I started um going out and stuff, and I would come home late, and she'd get really mad, and then she used to like lock me out of the Aww. house and stuff. But you know, I just kept on doing it because I believe that if I keep on doing it, that after a while they're just gonna get tired. Yeah, it's true. Accept it. So that's exactly what happened <laughs> and because it's just. I think if my if I was living with my dad as well, then I don't think I would I would be able to get away with what oh, I was getting away God, with. Never. So. My mum used to remind me all the time. She's like, if your dad was here, you wouldn't be doing this. I was just like, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> but yeah no literally I was my only lane of pain because I just I would do whatever I wanted to do as well I think even from 15 I was moving mad I was coming home at 11 I was just thinking what kind of 15 year old am I like I was not normal but (laughs) Um, no, really and truly, I agree with, you know, what the two ladies have said. If you want that independence, you need to give yourself that independence, especially if you don't have understanding parents. I know that African households can be, I think black households in general are very hard in terms of the way they discipline and the way they raise kids. Like they don't understand. Sometimes they don't understand when it's acceptable to give your child or adult independence, especially when you're 24, like you are, you, you're actually an adult. You're old enough to have kids running around, you know, exactly. and they shouldn't be able to tell you shit. So you're going to have to give yourself that independence because with, inde- with independence comes respect. So they can't chat shit to you if you're moving out. Like, what can they really say? Um, so, yeah, hopefully that goes well for you. Um, next dilemma. I've been in a relationship with a guy for six years. He's amazing as a person, but dumb stupid with his finances. We're both in our 30s, but he has not made any effort to make things official. She means marriage, by the way. I recently reconnected with a middle school crush and it's been amazing. He understands my situation, but he wants to move things along and actually start dating. I am, I am guilt ridden because I feel like I'm using the first guy as a safety net. But anytime I mention breaking up, he cries and guilts me. My mum keeps telling me to stick with him because of the good stuff and all the time invested. But honestly, I don't know. I really like the new guy. Help me out. Hmm. I don't know. My mum would would tell me that you need that you shouldn't put your eggs in one basket, especially <laughs> no. And and you know what I like if somebody else is offering something better, then you know maybe you should maybe you should go that way. I I don't think that like if you're not happy in that situation or if you're noticing that there's certain things about your partner that you know isn't really suitable when it comes to settling down with somebody for the long term, then. Yeah is it really worth like continuing that relationship but then at the same time I don't think you should just up and leave and then just go and date that guy because it might not work out but it's just listen the grass isn't always greener sis and I'm not saying that to make you stick in your situation but I feel like maybe try and help him with his finances a little bit or like not help him in terms of like manage it but just show him where maybe he can be a little bit more careful um because if that's the only thing that's really standing out to you that's I mean that's something that's fixable it's not like it's something that's going to be you know the case forever and ever amen so that's the first thing and however on the other hand I'm the sort of person I'm thinking if I was completely happy in my situation I wouldn't be looking elsewhere yeah so there's also that to take into consideration but i just feel like humans humans are self whenever we're always looking for the next best thing what else is better what else i'm not 
though. That's no. what I'm saying. Like, even, I'm so like, maybe it's the Leo in me, but I'm so loyal to the soil. Like when I've got my eyes set on somebody, that's it. Like mm. I can appreciate and they're a good looking person, don't get me wrong. But in terms of anything happening, it will never happen because I'm literally like, oh my God, like I'm in love with you. Even though I'm not in love, but I'm in love with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, hear I, you. I hear you. Um, I think for me, I would definitely say that this is what I call the 80-20 rule. You've got 80 everything's great no one will ever be 100 we aren't perfect people but we can find the closest thing to perfect for us and that might be 80 but what you're looking at to me feels like a 20 like you don't even know much about this guy this guy just wants you to start dating him like what if he turns out to be a slob what if you find out that he is in debt what if you find out that his credit score is shit like what if you find Hmm. out that he doesn't brush his teeth twice a day like there's so much shit you don't really know about him. Do you know what I mean? So don't do your dis- yourself a disservice. What I think you should do is confront how you feel with your new part. I mean, with your um, with your partner currently, and tell him what you're feeling. Say like, listen, I want us to work. However, these are the things that are, you know that are making me feel away, and what we need to work on if we do want this to progress. If this doesn't work. I might have to cut, you know? Um, That's what you have to do. But there's so much power in communicating. If you've said time and time again that this needs to be done and they're not listening, then I will say, okay, it's up to you to do what you need to do. But don't let him guilt you as well. So all that crying that he's doing, that's all the birds. Is he the only one that can cry? When he starts crying, you two cry as well. We'll both be crying together. (laughs) Oh my God. I said this on Twitter, actually. Do you know I said that there was this time, yeah, that I was like crying and this guy started crying and he outcried me and I was so pissed off. Like, oh, oh looked my at him, God. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was so angry. And like, he what won. Are you he won. You know when like you're so like baffled, you're just like, what? <laughs> That's I'm basically so like, done. I was so <laughs> confused. Um, I just had a dilemma that's just come in. I'm not sure how interesting this is because I just saw a couple keywords, but we'll see. So I'll read it out quickly. Hey guys, feels strange to be asking a question here after listening for so long. I spent lockdown talking to someone who told me they had feelings for me. We spent the night together and then in the morning he told me that his roommate had been laughing at me because I'm one of many girls he's brought around lately. I went home that day and eventually messaged to say he disrespected me. And we went about two weeks trying to find a way to remain on good terms until he fell out with me when I told him he was gaslighting me for making me feel overly sensitive about his behaviour. My worry is that we are in the same industry. He still watches all of my stories and is friends with all of my friends. Usually I would block a man who's shouted at me. But on this occasion, I feel like it's not an option. I don't know how to put things right while maintaining my boundaries. Hmm. So I'm trying to find out who told, like, how she found out that he was laughing. So I'm guessing he must have told her that he was laughing, that the roommate was laughing. How did you know? Yeah, and that means he's whelming her, which is basically when a guy is bragging about how many girls he gets. All in all, this guy just sounds like a waste man to me. Right, he sounds like a waste of yeah. space. Get out. Just He's me. a waste man. I understand that, you know, you're in the same industry, this, that, and the third one. And so, and so. people in the industry as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Please block him. You don't want to block him. You're looking for excuse. You don't want to block him. Block him. Block him. Block him. The fact that he'll even say that after the morning after, that's just trash behaviour. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. It's disgusting. Like, how would he feel 
if you had said, yeah, you know, my friend was laughing because you're not the first dick I've sucked during this lockdown or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah. know. But the, he's doing it. All of this is for his ego. It's for him to feel like he's the man. He enjoys knowing that he apparently gets girls. We don't even know the quality of babes that he's getting, to be honest. Right. We don't know exactly. if these babes need therapy. <laughs> we don't know. So... Like, don't make out like, you know, you get the bit, the baddest and the, you know, the tens or whatever. Um, I just think that he's a loser. You're making Fact. excuses for him. Fact. You need to let him go. And don't worry, I'm indirecting myself as well as I tell you this as well. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, should we do one more dilemma? One more? Can we do one more? Is that okay? Yeah, let's do one more. One more. Right. So she says, hi, Lonnie, was wondering if... Um, what you think of this because I'm being made to feel like I'm the problem. My boyfriend regularly asks me to go down on him, which is fine. When I am spending time, I know what he likes, etc. But when he outright asks me for this, he just doesn't come. During the process, there is no touching me or enthusiasm towards me at all. He then blames it on that he is overthinking it and can't come. I'm being enthusiastic. I like doing it and I know I'm good at it. As some days, there's no problems at all. We have discussed what each other likes and... um it used to be enjoyable for us anyway this can happen and he doesn't come so i ask him to do something for me at least just touch me so maybe he can get excited again and i can feel like he wants me rather than just suck his dick he then refuses because i didn't make him come i am and would like to know what you think of this because it's making me feel like um i'm being used and he doesn't find me attractive because he won't touch me yeah, I talk about this all the time on my page because it's the one thing that I'm so annoyed about is that wom- like women like who have sex with men, you need to put your pleasure first. Mm-hmm. You need to put your pleasure first. If your partner is not doing anything to make you feel good or at least trying to make you calm, then... What was me, the just, reason? What What was the reason? It's a It's a waste of time for me. It really is a waste of time because, like, hetero heterosexual sex, like, is naturally male centered, and like, if you don't put if you don't put yourself first, you're always gonna get the short end of the stick in in the situation. Mm-hmm. So I feel like what she needs to do that she needs to communicate with him. Like, listen, you need to also think about my pleasure as well. Like, I'm trying here. Like, I'm actually trying my best to make you come. And it's not fair if you don't do the same for me. And if he continues to just focus on himself, because I had another friend that was like that as well. She said that how she would spend so much time like making him come. And then when it came to her, it would be like for one minute and then he'd try and go in. And it's just like, like you need, I think serious um, communication and she needs to really tell him how she feels. And if he doesn't listen, then... I don't know. And also maybe he needs to go to the to the GP, not because it's like some serious issue, but erectile dis- yeah. dysfunction. It's a real thing. It is a real a thing. A lot of yeah. men have issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a lot of men have issues with um coming and it's usually a mental thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe he needs to go to the GP or something mm-hmm. or get some therapy just to kind of like um, you know, deal deal with that. But yeah, they need to talk, definitely. Babby SJ thoughts. <sighs> It's just going to be like, just block him. Like, right? Block him. And I'm trying not to say that because some days give constructive criticism or constructive advice. But shut the fuck up, nigga. You want to get your nut, get your nut and actually look after me too. Like, what the fuck? Sex is not just for you. I'm really, this really pisses me off because, listen, if 
when I'm having sex, my nut is way more important than yours. Way more fucking important. I don't care. Definitely. I don't care. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like, because when, like when, when you're reading the dilemma, all I'm thinking is, oh my god, just get him off. Like get him off the stage. Boo, boo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and like the reason why our orgasms are much more important is because like most of the time, like guys are guaranteed to orgasm from vaginal penetration. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but most of us aren't guaranteed that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you need to be doing your part in trying to make me come via stimulation like yeah so don't let this guy use you as a human blow up doll like you're not an experiment of him have a conversation about it with him <laughs> sorry but um yeah i think like for so long you know i always say this as well um sex has always been so penis focused it's never been clitorally focused it's never been you know breast focused it's never been um you know just being us being at the center of attention and i feel like from what i'm reading he is using you as a human masturbation tool and i don't like it how can he not touch you that's the bare minimum i'm sucking your dick you are supposed to be my cheerleader you are supposed to be like suck that dick go 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 right you need to cheer me on you You need to listen you need to cheer me on you know i do i tease him I, i say this let me i will not lie to you i say this I'll keep sucking, yeah? But if I don't hear you say my name, if I don't feel you stroking the back of my neck, if I don't feel you fucking my face, I will stop. And I suck it so good. And I'm just like, wait, you stopped. You're not You're not carrying on. And then they they go for it because they're not going to compromise their pleasure. This is it. I'm this on my knees. It. I'm mm. squatting for you. I'm doing the, what's it? The Lil Kim, the, the Lil Kim, Nicki Minaj squat, yeah. As I'm sucking your dick, and you think you're gonna compromise your pleasure, you're gonna give me everything I'm asking for as I suck your dick, Thanks. right? You, that guy, whoever's dick you're supposed to be, you're sucking, should be your cheerleader. They should be exactly. your cheerleader. And period. It's not normal for them to not want to touch you. I think, unless it's a kink, I think personally it's not normal. I mean, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but. I've been fucking since I was 18 and every dick I've sucked, like, like they've touched me. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just, just to say that. It's you, normal. It's normal. Well. You, you know, sex is about touching. If there's no touching, it's not sex. You know, you might as well just, you might as well tell him to go home and watch you on Skype or, or Zoom. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so girl, don't let him do that to you. Your pleasure comes first. Remember that. So, so often, like we, we leave our pleasure in the, in the hands of men. But history has shown us that men are useless. Exactly. So look at the orgasm your, gap. Like, come on. Look at the fucking orgasm gap. Men are useless. Simple sex that they love to brag about in the locker room, they can't even do. Exactly. Oh my god. Preach. <laughs> don't <laughs> let me like don't. Anyway, that's all the time we have for today because we need to get the fuck out of here. And I've got so much shit to do. Rakai, you've been amazing today. Thank you so much. Thank Honestly. you for having me again. A big congratulations to you for winning Micro Influencer of the Year. Thank you so much. That is such an amazing look. Please let the listeners know where they can find you. We were saying before, because I'm probably going to edit it out because SJ wasn't there, but we were saying before that you're not on Twitter. You're part of the Burner World, but you're not really too active on there either. Yeah, so... And you were also saying that people actually do meet up on there to, like, fucking stuff, so... Yeah, I've met two (laughs) people from Burner Twitter, so yeah it actually is and the thing is like it's really easy to connect with people on there because like I find that a lot of people just go on there to meet others though and they're really thirsty but Mm. you weed through like the good ones and you know a lot of people have met up from there and like done their thing created OnlyFans or like collaborated together to create content and stuff so 
but yeah just the main twitter i don't really um the main timeline i'm not under anymore but in terms of where you can find me you can find me on instagram so it's underscore underscore two underscores basically rakaya r-u-k-i-a-t and yeah my page is hella active i'm always discussing sex and whatnot so yeah yeah, Miss Babby SJ. Y'all already know where to find me. DM me SJ underscore on Twitter and Shani Jamila everywhere else. And you guys know where to catch me on all socials. Out of Lonnie, make sure you're using the hashtag Lay Bear Podcast. We'd really love Rakai to come back again. So if you yes, want to see, let that, us know. Make sure you t- let us know. Tweet about it as well. Make sure you share this with your friends, your sisters, your, your grandma, whatever. Your grandma, your granddad, <laughs> yes. share it with everyone, okay? <laughs> but yes, we will catch you guys next week. See you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Bye. See you guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.